Hey, technology. You know I fucking love it. Let's get in the doghouse. your boy D-Roy at RoyDog underscore 13 on Twitter that is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Well while that intro was playing I had an old man on a bicycle with fucking headphones on cut me off and uh, yeah then had another Subaru decide oh, I'm just gonna fucking pull out you know D-Roy only drives a fucking bright orange car it's not like I can fucking see it from a hundred fucking miles away oh no no, fuck that traffic, that moving traffic cone. I'm going to fucking take his ass out. Oh, fucking stupid. People are dumb. People are really, really dumb. Be careful out there. Watch out for dumb people. Speaking of dumb people, we have the Tennessee Titans in Jacksonville for a Thursday night thriller. 38 over under. Um, minus one and a half favorite for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, anybody remember the game last year? <laughs> Derrick Henry absolutely destroyed this team. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're going to fade Derrick Henry, uh, yeah, good luck with that. Um, not saying it's not a viable play. I'm just saying that's probably like the one percenter play. Um, <clears throat> if you don't have Derrick Henry, you're probably going to be one of, you know, you're looking at probably like 20% of lineups will probably not have Derrick Henry in it. I don't think it's a very good move. Um, the question is always going to, is going to be, because you're doing the showdown slate, um, whether or not you're going to actually fit him into the MVP spot or not. Uh, there is a way to do it. <coughs> um, and I'm hoping that people are going to overlook on how to do it. Um, and, it, and, and that doesn't even include having to put in any of the defenses either. So real quick breakdown of what I think is going to happen in this game. I think Tennessee is actually going to get up on, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars have been seeding, uh, yards to the running back. Carlos Hyde had like 90 yards, uh, rushing last week, um, against, you know, Jacksonville when they came into Houston. So if Carlos Hyde can do it, uh, Derrick Henry is definitely your starting point. So 
Um, I like Derrick Henry. I'm not so big on, on Fournette on the other side. Reason being is because I do like the front seven of the Tennessee Titans. Now, on paper, if the spreadsheet had actually came out and worked for you guys, you'll see it tomorrow. Um, they're somewhere between like the 13th, 16th. Actually, I got it right here. Why the fuck don't I look at it? Yeah, it's the 15th. They're 15th in DVP against the run. So <clears throat> that kind of bodes well for Fournette if he's getting the pass receptions in there from Gardner Minshew. Um, the only thing is is that they really haven't been throwing to him that much, um, even when they're behind. Everything's been going to the tight ends and the wide receivers. So for me, um, I'm going to say I'm going to fade Fournette. I'm going to th- not take him at his price. I have looked at... Uh, the pricing for the showdown slate on DK. I haven't looked at it for um, uh, FanDuel, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fade Fournette in my lineups. Now you know it tends to be a little bit risky because the more opportunity a guy has, the more opportunity he has to you know produce points and score. We've seen this with uh, Le'Veon Bell on Monday Night Football against the Browns. Um, but I think Lev Bell is a little bit of a different animal than what, say, Fournette is. That's why people were gravitating towards Lev Bell in the first round, even though I wasn't high on him and do think that he's going to break down, especially if they're going to continue to give him that workload in New York. But um, Fournette is not a guy that can continually get his head pounded into the ground uh, week in and week out. He's shown that over the years. He showed that at LSU. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna take a little bit of a shot on not playing him, thinking possibly he gets injured. It doesn't mean I'm looking at any of the backups. But as far as running backs are concerned, I'm just going to focus on Derrick Henry. Uh, quarterbacks, uh, you'll never see me put Marcus Mariota in a lineup. As long as he's got that elbow, that's really kind of the the thing about Mariota is he can't stay healthy either. But if he takes a shot on that elbow, his whole arm goes numb and he can't do anything. He's useless. So it would bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. Now I'm not gonna. I'm also not going to put Ryan Fitzpatrick in a lineup thinking, oh, there's quite possibly that, you know, Marcus Mariota gets hurt in this game. No, I'm not going to do that either. So, skipping out on them, I do have interest in Gardner Minshew. It could be a pothole. Maybe it's a game where we see him you know, come back down to earth. He's been pretty good through the first couple of games. He's averaging about 17 points per game. Uh, last week against Houston, I think it's 15 and change he had there. And then he had 19, and he had about 19, a little over 19 points against the Kansas City Chiefs, which, I mean, it's Kansas City Chiefs. You should be able to score 19 no matter if you're a, a six-round pick that looks like a 70s porn star. But... Um, so I have in, I have interest in him. I, I've been putting him in lineups. Um, 
because I have a couple. I have some interest in some of the uh, targets of his, uh, which we'll get to after we go through the Titans. Titans targets as far as the wide receiving core. It's a shit show. I mean, honestly, I mean they do have the best matchups as far as the wide receivers go. Corey Davis and uh, uh, AJ Bouye are the two, really the two targets now. Bouye has been having uh, nagging injuries, so I believe he's playing tonight. If not, that might give me a little bit more um, want to play AJ Brown. Now they do have Tarje, they have Tajay Sharp listed as the starter, but we know that Tajay Star- Sharp is very limited. Um, as far as upside, so if anything, I want to get I want to get that rookie in there. If Bouye cannot go, but I think that's the only way that I'm going to start him is if Bouye isn't involved. Um, the guy that I would really want to play is Delaney Walker, who has the best matchup across the board uh, this week, <clears throat> or at least for this game, I should say. Um, we're talking uh, second tier green great matchup against I think it was oh, damn it I can't read this it's too small Herndon I think it was but um, best matchup on the board I think he's the guy he's definitely one of the guys that I would consider putting into the um, MVP spot uh, if I'm not using Derrick Henry so but if any, but if anything, I think I'm just going to lock him in. If I believe that the Titans are going to get up, it's going to be because of Delaney Walker and Derrick Henry. Jacksonville side, um, there's a lot of talk about fading DJ Chark. I don't know why, because it's obvious that. Minshew of all the wide receivers is locking on to DJ Chark. DJ Chark has the upside to take a long touchdown. <clears throat> and I mean it, it I don't I don't get it. I understand I understand that, you know, the Titans have actually played above their heads as far as the secondary is concerned. But if you're gonna if you're gonna take one of the pass pass-catching options out of the wide receiver core, uh, DJ Chark has to be the first guy that you look at. The second guy would be Chris Conley. Conley had like 15 or 17 points last week in that uh, come be, they tried to come from behind, uh, missed out on the extra point, but he had 15 points in that comeback. So, and he didn't, he wasn't that bad the week before either. He had like seven or eight points, um, which is something that we can utilize, you know, in a format like this. And Conley's the cheapest. It's going to be the cheapest of the two. Um, if you were to say that you didn't want to use DJ Chark and you wanted to maybe just use Conley instead, I think that's a I think that's a more than credible option uh, for the passing offense of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Other targets that I would be looking at, I'd be looking at the two tight ends. The two main tight ends is James O'Shaughnessy and um, Jeff Swaim. 
I actually put in a line. I actually tried out a lineup where it actually used both of them. Um, you can use six. You can use six players on DK. So let's see. I had the two tight ends. Uh, uh, Gardner Minshew, Derrick Henry, Delaney Walker, and DJ Chark. You could actually fit them all in there. I think that 38 is actually a little bit low. And I understand that it's I understand that it's a Thursday night. And I'll I'll get to the you know the defense and the special teams. So <clears throat> when I look at when I look at the potential in here and I'm not a hundred percent sold on the defense as, as a whole where you know let's just let's just say what they're expecting is kind of like a you know 20 you know 20 to 18 game 21 to 18 something like that so <clears throat> do i think do i think it can get above that yes i do think it, this could end up being like a a 27 24 type game am i willing to bet on it not so much, but the thing that I was, that it's quite possible that your wide, like your wide receivers, your tight ends, um, and of course, you know, like say Derrick Henry, Delaney Walker, the, the thing that we need to ask ourselves is... Will the position players outscore that defense? Let's say let's say it ends up being that 21, 21 to eighteen game, 21-17, something like that. Will the skill position players that we're utilizing for cheap value can they offset the points that the defense can generate? You know, sacks, interceptions, fumble recoveries. Are the defenses going to have a decent game, but they're just not going to be able to get those peripheral points that we're looking for? Do we think that they can score a touchdown? If I'm playing, if I'm expecting that the Titans are going to win this game and get out ahead, would it not make sense? to start the Tennessee Titans defense. They scored 15 points last week against the Indianapolis Colts. It's about a similar similar uh, score that was expected, you know, where both teams were, you know, I believe in the 20s. I'm trying to remember offhand, but I can't. So, nah, I'm as broken as my spreadsheet. But, uh, that's kind of what we need to look at. If, if we think that the defense is going to let up points to the Jacksonville Jaguars, instead of using the double tight end, we can maybe choose one tight end and run the defense. Maybe we have to come off the chart and go Conley, save a little bit of money so we can fit the defense in there get a little off kilter. It is quite possible that this game ends up 12 to 9. 
you know, that that's possible. It's a division game. Either side could really win it. <clears throat> but is it going to be, you know, primarily, the, you know, field goal kickers? Are they going to have to sit there and kick 40, 50-yard field goals? Because that's what, that's what your main fear would be, is that they'd kick nothing but field goals, goal 40 and 50. My expectation for this game is that, and the way that people are going to play it, is they're going to utilize both defenses, and you're probably going to see lineups with both kickers in there, and possibly just choosing one defense, more likely the Tennessee Titans, and then you have the field goal kickers. So there's three spots gone, and then they're going to choose three uh, skill position players. That's what I feel is going to happen. But like I said, I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than what everybody thinks it is. Not by much, but I think... Just by the way that I'm looking at the spreadsheet, just by... Just, you know, a little bit of more of a gut feel on there. We're going to see a little bit higher score. I think you're going to see more towards... You're going to see more towards the 45, the 46, than I think you're going to see the 38. So make a decision utilizing the options and make a good lineup. You can side with me. You can go completely the other way. You know, like I said, with a lower scoring game, run both defenses, maybe even both kickers. You know, leave the defenses, just put the kickers in there too. But um, if you're going to put the kickers in there, you're relying on getting those longer field goals so you can score more points. It's the only way that they're going to outscore some of these position players. Now, you can put them in instead of, like, one of the tight ends. That's completely understandable. I think O'Shaughnessy is averaging, like, seven points a game. And then Swim was, like, five and a half. So, you know, in a spot like that, if you think Tennessee's going to score the touchdowns, but Jacksonville's only going to score field goals, sure, I, that's a viable option too. And now that I've said it out loud, it is something that quite possibly I could put in my lineup for this very night. But I'm going to leave you guys with that. Sorry the spreadsheet did not come out. I did try to do it uh, where it basically took a picture of it or uh, I copied it from the one uh, spreadsheet, put it in the other spreadsheet as a picture. So it looked completely fine going out. However the hell, it, it screwed it all up. Probably just the way that it had to send it through the mail. Um, the main spreadsheet doesn't get sent out the same way. I basically just send it out the way it is. Um, so that's why it'll all come in crystal clear. So lesson learned. Uh, I'll just copy it. Next time I'll just copy it, put put it in this direct format. But uh, for now, you guys have yourselves a good night. I'm getting ready for my nice 13, 14-hour night. And uh, I am going to be available uh, this afternoon. So if you want to DM me, that's completely fine. Um, Because I'm just doing a ride-along anyways uh, for the first half of my day. So take it easy, guys. And uh, let's make some money.
Peace.